Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Free to Good Home. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me this week, as always, is a man who, mm-hmm. earlier today, yes. spent a long time at work, yes. and now we are in the uh, the studio that he works in. Yeah. And it's, a real, re- it's a real busman's holiday for me right now. <laughs> uh, uh, recording this podcast. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello. Oh, how are you? Just once, I'd like that name to be different and people to freak out. <laughs> I was like, it's... Gene Hackman! <laughs> Is he... Gene Hackman, alive or dead? Go. Alive but retired. Oh, I see. Uh, so in many ways, he's dead to you. Yeah. And speaking of dead to me, our guest today... Yes. Is uh, is half of the delightful podcast Two in the Think Tank? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, you've seen him on the checkout. Yes, you've seen him um, at his award-winning comedy shows. No doubt, if yep. you live in uh, Melbourne, not won, not won a single award. It is Gene Hackman. <laughs> nominated <laughs> award nominated shows perchance. I've been nominated. All right, well, well it's and, Andy Matthews. You know. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Hello. I hadn't, I hadn't, because he's in... I still didn't know where that was going, so it's great to know that it's me. He's kind of in my, he's kind of in my periphery mm-hmm. at the moment, and so I, I hadn't actually looked at him properly, and I thought there's a chance it's Gene Hackman, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, and I went, it's, and then I turned, mm-hmm. and I think, I think Andy may have registered the disappointment in my face. <laughs> actually, the, 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 the crazy thing is that I actually, uh, Gene Hackman actually is me in your periphery, that's... <laughs> <laughs> the phenomenon that is Gene Hackman is just a peripheral. So they have to shoot you, but off to the side Th- of camera. That's right. I'm always off to the side of camera, and then they sh- they trick it so it yeah. looks Move like it I'm in, in the middle yeah. of a shot, in yeah. the center of the frame. Mm. And um, is that why you retired? Absolutely, yeah. yes. Uh, it was no longer <laughs> because of the way lens technology has developed. It's no longer possible to do like like you can never get the same sort of richness that you would get with. You can't uh, you get know, the same the, sort of Andy Matthews peripheral Gene Hackman. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Now, now, I say I have nothing but huge respect for older actors that are like I'm done. I hmm. don't think I know who Gene Hackman is. <laughs> okay, so he's not Willy Wonka. Uh, that well, this is... conversation <laughs> won't have helped. <laughs> that is that is Gene Wilder. That is Gene Wilder. Yes. He's not. He's not in Kiss. Is he Martin Short? That is. That... <laughs> uh, what is what no, is... there's a clue in the name for that one. <laughs> Interesting. Um, he is the, the conversation. Is he a comedian? No. Okay. He's a no. very serious, and I think um, it seems quite mean, man. Oh, I see. Um, he's most famous for the conversation, French Connection, Royal Tenenbaums. Um, Who did he play in Royal Tenenbaums? Royal Tenenbaum. <laughs> he literally played the, the titular character of Royal Tenenbaum. <laughs> All right, well, I, I can't even picture um, He's an enemy of the state. Oh, he's the enemy. He, no, he's, he's, he's royal tenant in that. <laughs> All right. Well, look, uh, I'm anyway, not going to solve this mystery. It's a delight to have you, Andy, because you're not even from here. <laughs> Whoa! You're, by which I well, mean, well, actually, I just had a dinner in a in a rest restaurant, and a lady sitting at the table next to me accused me of being from America. Really? Yes. With no. Were you eating like a big bowl of fries and ribs and, and, and in your Uncle Sam outfit? I was. Yeah, well, yes. Are you telling her she needed to join? I think that's on you in some ways. Uh, what was it? Did she give any evidence for you being American? Look, to be fair, she said, so are you from Canada or America? So, of the, the basis of your voice or a look? Of the, I'm, I don't know. I hadn't spoken to her. She may have overheard me saying something to someone else. But you have quite a broad Australian accent. Well, (laughs) that's what I thought. I would say it's um, an unpleasantly Australian accent to listen to. Distressingly Australian. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Confrontingly and disturbingly. Um, How did that make you feel, being accused of being North American? 
Bearing in mind that we have some North American listeners (laughs) that make you feel ashamed, vile. I I actually, like, as far as a sort of a a thing to impose on somebody, she did it in the quite quite respectful way of being like... Giving the option that I could be Canada or United States because I know, particularly for people from Canada, they're always mistaken from being from the United States. So obviously she wanted to avoid that. But in her desperation to avoid accusing me, uh, (laughs) a potential Canadian, of being from the United States, she ruled out the possibility that I might be from Nigeria. She was off by hundreds of miles. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. So this is a podcast where we go through uh, classifieds we find on the internet. And this is the first time that Andy Matthews has done this podcast. Yes. Mm. Uh, but Andy, I mean, I've slept on the floor of your warehouse before. And <laughs> that you Sorry, the- Andy owns a granary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that I know, uh, which is very generous of you to let me do that, about three years ago, I think. Um, Ple- it, was a, it was an absolute pleasure. You were by far the nicest person we ever had stay with us. <laughs> Take that, comedian Sam Campbell and yes. your other comedian Jack Drews. Do you well, count your sons as people who are staying with you or is that more of a permanent living I tell basis? them that every morning. <laughs> you know, say, Michael you know, Hing. You're just living here, all right? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, you actually, you, you, you hand-built that warehouse in many respects. Well, actually, not the exterior, the interior. Certainly. The interior, we, 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 we did that really, you know... But, thing but of, that, of, of of renting a commercial warehouse and then building a shanty town mm. inside it to simulate some kind of slum yeah, like an, an illegal commune but in of the sorts. first world yeah yes. uh, but that, that you so you strike me as someone who spent a lot of time online purchasing I don't know resources timber timber um, I don't know pl- yeah. plumbing no this is an exi- so I'm playing a lot of Stardew Valley <laughs> uh, things that you use in that game cotton perhaps yeah. I don't know uh, this this is an exact description of the sort of person that I am yes I, <laughs> I and I I I love Gumtree. I'm a big fan of Gumtree. Yeah, it's just like it's just like a great. It's like a it's like a like a, like a dating app, but for, if instead of dates you want to have like a five minute conversation with a bogan about a table, uh, that is that is what it is. And, and for you, that's a very re- rewarding experience. Yeah, it can yeah. be. It's a great way mm. to connect. Um, I, I, I defy yeah. you to find a more efficient way of having multiple conversations with people about a ping pong table <laughs> than this particular app. It's yeah, incredible. I mean, you could build a dedicated app for conversations about ping pong tables. I still don't think you would get the same kind I don't think of you would, no. same you'd efficiency. Be, you'd be specialising too much. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of apps, did you see that lady, she used to be a Fox anchor, a couple of days ago released what she called a rival to Instagram, mm. which was called Sorry. And straight out of the gate, it, it, it's great because the name Sorry is, yeah. is perfect. Mm. It's basically an app for public apologies. It's an apology. It's an apology. <laughs> Oi, why did you call it fucking I don't apology? Know, I don't know why she didn't. <laughs> I don't know. So she, and it was like, it was like. Because she's a fox anchor. <laughs> she so. was like from all the way from like Louis C.K. could use this or you could use this to apologize to a friend or a group of people. And there's yeah, like buttons wow. on there. That are like, I accept your apology, I don't, and then this one, I don't care. You know what? This isn't the worst idea I've ever heard. I want you to think about it for another minute. No, I refuse. I refuse, I will not. So, uh, So in what way is this app different to, say, Facebook or Instagram? Where it's not dedicated to people kind of at their worst, with their backs up, choosing their words very carefully? Yeah. Well, in many ways, Hing, it's identical, but better. (laughs) Um, Basically, she was like, whether you... Whether you want to put up an apology or just browse other people's, it's the app for you. Oh, the browsing of the apologies, I feel like, would be... That'd be a terrible hole to, to spiral into. But what's weird is, like, the the app launched. It was a fucking disaster. And a mm. couple of people were trying to use it. But, like, mm. it would just be, like... There's no there's no um categories. 
So like the, oh. the, the apologies would be like Leah, the, 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 the apologies loose bag like, of unsorted apologies, like yeah. you're buying clothes, <laughs> yeah. you know, from an op shop that's closing down. Just buy weight. Fill a bag. By weight. But I can see by the logic weight. though, because like she would have been like, well, Instagram, it's you know, a picture of a face and then a picture mm. of a bridge. Those things are very different. Mm. But this this. The severity of the podcast, uh, no. of the, uh, the severity of the apologies, yes, are, are the problem. So, like, when you scroll through it, one person would be like, "I just like to say to my husband that I am sorry that I am right about always knowing their remote is bye," and then the other would be like, "In the summer of 1996, <laughs> oh, wow. certain of my actions have been." One of I just thought of another problem with this app, which is that pr- the, the way a lot of these apps kind of get their start is that famous celebrities go on there and you <laughs> and you follow them, right? Yeah. For example, uh, you know, early on in, in, in Twitter, there was like, like sort of Twitter celebrities were like, yeah, like yeah. The Rock was very good at Twitter early on. Yeah. Vin Diesel was very good at Twitter, etc. Et you just think you're muscular, <laughs> man. <laughs> yes. You know, or uh, the the what is his name? The game on Instagram sure. is very good. Channing Tatum. Yes. Very good at Instagram. Very good at Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> the the dick pics that the game puts out. Multi bene. But the problem with this app is that hopefully you're yeah. only going to need to do one or two public apologies mm. in your point, career. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you know, after, uh, when you get to the third public apology you have to make, surely your career's if over. You're like, surely. Have, you, have you seen how good Mel Gibson is on Sorry? Yeah, oh, exactly. you have to follow him. Every it's, time yeah. he racially or sexually vilifies somebody. Yeah, ex- oh. exactly, right? So so, so, are you following, like, uh, you know, I don't know, Alyssa Milano waiting for her to apologise for Charlie? Yeah, like, like, what what is the... <laughs> like, if you're like, Alyssa Milano has joined Sorry. Yeah, like, oh, like, oh, what she, what she do we got, got here? I liked her. Oh, yeah. no. If she's like, no, I haven't done anything yet, but, you know, something's coming. But anyway... I'm yeah, sorry this conversation then... hasn't made me like Sorry anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so she, the lady who ran... I wish I knew her name. The lady who ran Sorry had a press conference where she was like... Quite insensitive, if you can imagine. Mm. Um, mm. Trying to do exactly what you're describing, which is drumming up interest about the potential for celebrities who have currently been disgraced to be using her platform, right? And she didn't do it in like a total like huckster way, right. but it was enough, right, that she had to <laughs> go on her own app. <laughs> Mm. Uh, yeah, it was um, it was the most 2017 thing. I think I've ever seen. it's a it's a real uh, Is that what it's called? The yeah, yeah. of apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I could have called it a robberous. <laughs> it made sense, but you could have done it. Um, so, Andy, have you ever bought or sold anything online that's been of particular interest to you? Uh, well, look, you know, in in my line of uh, buying uh, renting warehouses, and after the one that you were lying mm. on the floor of, or there was a mattress in between you. And yeah, the I mean, floor. it's lying on the floor and sleeping. I mean. It's descriptions that sounds less sinister than the other. You enter a, a darkened warehouse. King is lying on the floor. We then, we then, we then got another warehouse. And we did it much more professionally. A so nicer warehouse. Building, building, you know, certificates and everything's approved, and it's all very nice and above board. It's all right. wonderful. Yeah. Right. But I, I wanted to buy some doors. I wanted to buy solid wooden doors to to block the sound because we have offices for comedians and they're noisy people. Right. Mm. So I want nice thick doors. Anyway, went on Gumtree, found a good someone who's selling nice. Uh, thick doors, right? Uh-huh. And it's listed in Pas- oh, Pasco Vale. You wouldn't fucking believe the amount of doors sold on Gumtree. So many doors! As, as somebody who... It's like the fucking... Um, uh, doors Warehouse? Yep. Doors mm. Warehouse? Yep. yep. It's, doors, doors, doors. It's like any of those things, but it's Gumtree. <laughs> so you find a door... Find find several doors. This guy's got yeah. like eight, I need I need nine doors. This guy's yeah. got a stack of them, right? Yeah. So he's I, got nine doors. Yeah, he's got nine doors, and I contact him, and he's in Pasco Vale, it's a suburb over. It's perfect, right? You contact him, he's like, oh, 
there's always a story. It's never simple yeah, just with these people. Fuck, yeah. like, but oh, you like that. Oh, they're like not it. actually in Pasco Vale, all right? Oh. They're in Beverage. I'm like, I don't know where Beverage is. Is it, is it, it's up north, all right? But uh, they're at my boss's warehouse. I've got to contact his missus and see if she's around. Oh. Okay, so there's always this thing. Anyway, he gets back to me. This is where a shop is good in yeah. some ways. You never go <laughs> into a shop. <laughs> and they and say, then... we're not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My boss owns a separate shop yeah. in Beverage. <laughs> anyway, as I, I say, I don't know where Beverage is. He says, I don't want to give you the address. You won't be able to find it. All right. So, <laughs> what is it? A full moon? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Are you it only emerges from the from yeah. the mist on the eighth Wednesday yeah, of every yeah. alternate month. Yeah. Uh, How runes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he, he says, "Meet me at McDonald's." All right. I was like, "So which?" McDonald's. He says, okay, 7-Eleven. I was like, no, no you're, you're not, not narrowing it down. These are both quite common things. He says, if anything, you've broadened it. Yeah. He says, this is 7-Eleven on the Hume Highway. All right. It's near McDonald's. <laughs> no, so I would anyway, say... I'm like, I reckon I can work out where this is. is okay. Is, is the Hume Highway not a, a, a road that goes quite famously All from Melbourne to Sydney? To Sydney. <laughs> so I would say at least a thousand kilometres, <laughs> say 600 odd miles or whatever. Yes, but I can narrow it down. I know it's somewhere between Pasco Vale and Beverage. Okay? <laughs> I'm imagining Andy with like one of those big serial killer maps and mm. drawing a circle around yeah, the possible so, areas yeah, that it and, and sort of it's a red series wall. of clues. Yeah. I'm listening for sound Twine. in the background yeah, of, the, of the conversation. Nearby. It's a church. You've got the AFP to like kind of do forensics on these calls yeah. just yeah. to try and narrow it down. Anyway, I go and I go and rent this van on Car Next Door, another web service where you could get someone else's thing yeah. for, from yep. them. Yep. I was like, go get this van. I drive, go to find this guy at Seven Eleven, right? And he gets out and he shakes my hand. He's a great bloke, right? And I say, he says, follow me. Oh, he jumps dear. in his car, right? And he fangs it up the highway. <laughs> and I'm in this stranger's van. <laughs> I haven't ch- driven a manual for ages. I'm trying to keep up with this guy who's like some Subaru impraiser or something. Yeah, and we just go further and further. And, you know, how far do you reckon? It was it was I reckon a good like half an hour up oh, the highway. Oh, okay, and then eventually he pulls off into this dirt road, and we go and meet this. The the guy's not there. His wife's not there. His daughter, who's a beekeeper, is there. So <laughs> it's becoming a riddle. <laughs> then. But, she helps me load all the doors into the back. Like, oh, did, did you get nine solid and... wood doors? We did, yes. How many bees? <laughs> Covered in bees. <laughs> a beard of bees, please. <laughs> Given that you didn't meet the owner of the doors or the owner of the doors' wife... Indeed. Do, do you... And you don't have to admit this on a podcast that is, you know, internationally listened to. And the, the, the man. That's admissible in a court of law. Do you mm. not suspect that these doors were sold without the knowledge of the owner of the doors? Do you think these doors were perhaps fenced? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> Does it not think... strike you as odd that, like, the daughter, who is not a dog's house person, mm, but no. indeed a beekeeper, yes. was selling the doors of the parent? I think I think a, a door is a... Is an interesting thing to steal because I wonder if technically <laughs> because, because breaking and entering is a crime, right? But if you've all you've stolen is the door, have you, you technically you're entered? Not entered. <laughs> I would say stealing more, a door is the perfect crime. It's unscrewing and taking away. It's very much on the line. It's illegal. No, I'll look when I get home. I'll ask Anya, but I suspect she's going to say you've cracked it. <laughs> Us lawyers are sworn to never tell people this loophole. This is the one crime that is not a crime. I was once really late for a gig, and I. I was living across the road from the Roxbury where we used to love improv. Mm. And so I was literally just like, I just had to run out the front door and, and get on stage. And so I left like two minutes. It was terrible. Mm. Um, and I 
opened the front door and ripped it off its hinges. <laughs> of your own house. Of my People own don't house. realise that you're the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, sorry, sorry. For listeners who are just tuning in, I'm the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah, you were um, great in Thor Ragnarok, can I just say. very much. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and yeah, so I... I had I was really late to a gig and I called my housemate down, friend of the podcast, Zoe Not Lodge, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to go!" and just handed her a door and ran away. <laughs> and uh, so you and Zoe don't live together anymore. No, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Uh, well, I think it was incidents like that, and the fact yes. that we both got married. Sure. And, um, mm. But yeah. I think the fact that you could take the door off with your hand means that it wasn't really doing very much in the first place. And I think the loss of the door is probably... It was probably keeping mosquitoes out, but that's about it. Yeah, it was a net gain long-term for the house because Mm. the door was then fixed. So what were the quality of the doors now that you've installed them? Uh, okay, well, they were good quality doors, good, so- very good thick doors, <laughs> slightly bigger than I needed, but then they had the door handle <laughs> holes drilled in a quite unfortunate place, so they had to be patched. Their doors had to be trimmed Can down, I... but then the mm. holes had to be patched in order for them to be hung. Right, okay. You may have already covered this, but... I mean, yes, uh, more questions uh, about uh, the doors. Uh, is the thickness of a door only as good as the thickness of the walls it... it, it... It is surrounded by. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So well, where'd, wall... you get the, where'd you get the walls? <laughs> we, 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 we built the walls, and there was built... a florist. <laughs> <laughs> Mail order. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, uh, well, thank you for that, uh, for sharing that story with us. But this is a podcast where we go through other ads mm-hmm, and other mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. that are for sale on the internet. Now, Ben, uh, I believe you've got a multi, uh, a multi I've got a Ben. Wonderful a. one, mm-hmm. um, because it's very unlikely that this is going to be about cum. So I think that puts that in a quite a quite a quite a unique percentile, but mm. rare. Yes. So this is uh, listed on Craigslist. So this reads as follows: Vintage Chuck E. Cheese Showbiz Pizza Animatronic Band with Stage. <laughs> All right. Oh, this my is a four-piece Beach Bowser's band. Now looking at the picture, I believe Beach Bowser. Um, is, is maybe the, the lead singer of the band. Sure. Uh, he appears to be some sort of is, dog. Is Chuck E. Cheese a, a rat? Yes, or, yeah. or a man. He's a ro- a definitely a rodent. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, hasn't been used in a few years. Has Cyberamics control system parts manual, preventative maintenance program outline, tech manuals. Tapes include Beach Bowser's Ed Sullivan Cabaret. I doubt very much that this animatronic band was on Ed Sullivan, but all right. That's, um, Beagle's number three cabaret. It's the second highest rating Ed Sullivan yeah. after the Beatles. Yep. Yeah. Um, Beach Bowser's Diagnostics Cabaret. What the fuck? Here's <laughs> what's wrong with your computer system. <laughs> Tapes are dated 1985. Don't know how to operate. As oh. is. I. It doesn't have a price. That was just a collection of words. Surely that was just <laughs> randomly chosen no, nouns. No, I want to. I want to show you, Andy, the um the the pictures as you can see. Yeah, there's there's 22 other pictures there as well, aside from the the dog. But that, so, so we know the price. Presume, uh, presumably, it's uh, you, you bring them up and negotiate. But do you have uses for an animatronic uh, cybermetric band, Ben? Do I have uses <laughs> for an animatronic cybernetic band? Yes. How uh, oh, how strictly do they um, adhere to Asimov's laws of robotics? <laughs> <laughs> Is my first question. My second question isn't so much a question as no, I don't. <laughs> do you not think but that you have a warehouse? Yeah, yeah, we we got space. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a four piece. It's a four piece. From what I could gather, they have at least four songs that they're able to play yes. or I, not play. I feel like that cabaret means that that's a suite of songs. I th- I, yeah, I think, oh, I think these, are, these are all separate shows that you do of an evening. You might. So one of the tapes is the Beagles, which I think might be the Beatles but dogs. Oh, I see. That's, like 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 it, it's like. 
you know, sure. uh, it's, it's like Beatles covers, but they're dog I don't food. reckon they can afford Beatles covers. I reckon it's off-brand Beatles. Oh. Like, okay, so no, what are their songs like, called? I'd what like, we've got? Um, so it's like Weird Al like, covers, but they're um, all dog-themed. The, the day before I today. I your hand. The day before today. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm a dog. Oh, I uh, see. So they're dog. Okay, yeah. I want to lick uh, your hand. Yeah. Um, Eleanor Dog. Dog <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, hey, dog. dog. <laughs> okay, you guys are too good. You've done this before, oh, haven't you? Here Improv. comes the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, been a hard day's dog. Dog. Oh, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Paperback yeah, dog, etc., etc. Et Do you not think that this would just be a fun thing? Oh, sorry, dog. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> not even some dog. And of course, then there's dog, dog thing. Well, that one's yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you not think that this would be a fun thing to have in your house? Is, is this not a fun thing to have at a house? It's very hard to tell how much. Do they give dimensions? I want to know how much space. Oh, I this can tell you because I know the Chuck E. Cheese sort of set up. Each of these are as big as sort of big uh, as a man. But yeah, big as a small man. Each of those is as big as a small man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big as so, me. I four, reckon. It is, yeah. This is basically the size of an actual band. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. A small yeah. a band of small men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm very interested in this. I would. I mean, first of all, this I think would be a hit at parties. Uh, yeah. No? Thoughts? Well, yeah, if it, if it worked, right? But <laughs> yeah. I, I guarantee that the pool of surviving Chuck E. Cheese animatronic <laughs> band maintenance men is, like, <laughs> is dwindling. Yeah. Right? That, is, right that is like one of those, like, Inuit languages where there's, like, <laughs> one surviving person, right? And they have no children. There's no one to pass it down to. So you think yeah. there's going to be some situation where I get this, it, it obviously doesn't work because it's been, you know, uh, yeah. in a warehouse for mm. 25 years mm. and then I call up the one guy yeah. who's still, and he's like, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, I'm in prison because I'm a dreadful man. And then, and then he's like, "I've got to get him out of retirement in order to come mm, yeah. and uh, and fix I think my." I'm trying to pretty fan. bad movie, but I'll, I'll I'll hear it out. And then, so, okay, say he gets it to work, right? And then it works for a while, and say it's great. These are the happiest days of your life, yeah. right? But eventually, it's going to break down, and now that old man is dead, and you can never get back the because joy. Because you know, too, you know how much better your life was with this exactly. band of small. Dog. And now they just stand there, silent and dead in the and corner. Judging. And what yeah. you do is you put it on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> and you someone hope. else, a haunted Chuck E. Cheese animatronic band. But surely Chuck E. Cheese robots don't work in a unique way to any other mechanical thing. No, they but are I based think it's on like, an entirely it's unique. It's not like dwarven technology that's been lost. The no, ages. I think it might be. I think it's like uh, Technicolor. You know how like those. You know how we don't know how to make cartoons. No, I th- what? Way? You know, what? you know, you know, you know the Bugs Bunny cartoons of ye olde times. Yeah, they're all like presented in Technicolor or whatever. You know how we lost that technology? No, no. Is, that... is this like the pyramids? Do we yeah. think that like Looney Tunes was done by aliens? Yeah. Is this not? Is that not true? I thought. I thought we were. I thought we were unable to replicate the way in which we made there Bugs Bunny. People... I know. I think it's just because they're racist. <laughs> they're, yeah. <laughs> I think we're unable to replicate it because they're just, it's not on. There's a it's lot not of okay. deeply flawed. There are yeah. people who would have worked on that that are still alive. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it all got burnt in a fire or something. So all we've got <laughs> is the digital replications of them, but we don't have them anymore. Think this through. Is Re- this not? Remember the firestorm that destroyed the entire world <laughs> in the late 1950s? <laughs> Built quick. We did, we did. We, did. we bounced back. People are hardier then. Is yeah. this not the conceit? Is this not the conceit of yes. the Animaniacs? What? <laughs> even if, <laughs> even if 
This is the conceit of the Animaniacs. <laughs> we should, I've seen that show, and it's very well hidden. It's very deep <laughs> in I the subtext. The Even if it is the conceit of the Animaniacs, why are you believing anything the Animaniacs say? The famously goofy and untrustworthy... With the word maniacs in the title. <laughs> now, I, I'm struggling... In an animated world, to think of a least a less reliable source than the Animaniacs, <laughs> I'd like to take this opportunity to publicly apologise. <laughs> I'm sure there's a kernel of truth in there somewhere, right? I'm sure there's like I once said, right? Maybe on this very podcast that 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 scene in Mary Poppins mm. where she pulls out that stuff out of her bag. Yeah, mm. they don't know how they did that, right? <laughs> and I was, I think, rightly obliterated for that. <laughs> And it's good to see that the worm is turned. Because right, well, I know how they did that. And if they don't know how they did that, then they're fucking idiots. Right, if you well. know how they did that, or if you actually, if you know, if you can, if you can filter this from the original hang and work out what he is thinking of, what what technology or what or what technique has been lost or forgotten or just no longer used, do so. Get in touch. Um, Sorry, Roman concrete. That's a, Roman that's one. Con- that's one. Are you, Ro- Roman concrete doesn't have concrete cancer in the way that modern concrete does. Separate thing entirely, but that's a technology we've lost. Anyway, you're just trying. You know what you're doing. You're doing this thing that people sometimes do when they've been proven very wrong. Yes, and they just say a completely separate fact. Uh-huh. Yes, like you're like, no man, that that was that wasn't the Renaissance. That was a different thing. And they're like, yeah, right. Bees have six legs, though. <laughs> Buzz, buzz, buzz. And I am right about this fact. Yeah, so, so I guess we by call proxy. it 50 now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Andy, Andy, do you have one you'd like to share with us? Look, I have. I've, you've just handed me this piece of paper and I've read the first line and the last line and I am intrigued uh-huh. to see how we get between those two <laughs> points on the map. So, <clears throat> osteologist near Clear Park, Clear Park, W4W. Now, I don't know. Do you know it's what that is? It's woman for woman. It's a woman, woman looking for, for another woman. woman. Okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are studying osteology. Now, I don't know what that is. I, I assume that's to do bones, with bones. Bones related. Well, like, osteopath. Osteopathy. And osteology, I guess, is like the geology. S- the study of the bones. The study of yeah. oh, right, ancient yeah. buried bones. I don't oh, know. It could be. But I, but I think not in Philly. Okay? okay? So we've narrowed it down. <laughs> okay, you've got it. You're not in Philly. Okay. Outside I of think. Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Born and raised. Uh, you and your girlfriend admired the plastic dog skeleton on my porch, and you thought it was extremely amusing that its scapulae were on backwards. I hope I'm pronouncing that plural correctly. Uh-huh. Uh, we tried unsuccessfully... This is quite long. We tried unsuccessfully to repair it. If that's not enough for you I, to know I'm talking about you... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Imagine listening to that and like, well, I was... That- I'm not from Philly, that's correct. <laughs> I did see a dog statue, statue with those specific bones back to front. We did try Chat to fix about it, it when I was with my girlfriend. Go on. That but, but that could be any one of hundreds of thousands of people in this neighbourhood alone. <laughs> and you will also remember that you identified a mysterious skull I found in the ocean. Of course. I wonder if it was Harold Holt. I forget... <laughs> I forget now what kind of fish it's from, so please tell me again what it is, though this is not why I am trying to find you. Oh, okay. Okay. You may recall I mentioned a dead groundhog I buried last <laughs> summer. <laughs> I bet I was hoping to put its skeleton together somehow, and I believe you two wanted to help. Mm, I don't I know, being polite, lady. <laughs> this is the very grim first draft of Groundhog Day. <laughs> 
I think I might see if it's sufficiently decomposed now to do this project. If you're still interested, please get in touch. Just to be clear, this is a platonic <laughs> request for help to reassemble the skeleton of a dead groundhog. So you can see why I was intrigued to know how we got from the first sentence to the last one. And I'm satisfied. I have no further questions about it that journey. It is so rare to me that somebody will say in a Craigslist ad, just so we're clear, this is platonic. Yes. And I go... You absolutely didn't need to say that. <laughs> yeah. like, but this is absolutely one of those cases. But do you think... Uh, I think it is, it is the classic come and reassemble a dead groundhog <laughs> with me bait and switch that <laughs> plays out time and time again. I think that, that is actually my Tinder bio. <laughs> do, you think there's, do you think there's not maybe an osteologist somewhere in the world reading that and a, and a, and a single tear rolls from their eyes as they realise that what they thought was a romantic... Yeah, they're like, mm. oh yeah, we're going to film that greyhound and then we're going to... Oh, and then while we were? So this is going nowhere? Really? What do I get? I reverse the scapula for this? Personally, I think it's really bold that she sent this message before she's checked if the groundhog is sufficiently decomposed. What did you say, last summer? Uh, when did she say that she buried the Yes, groundhog? I think it was a year ago. Yeah. No, it's not. I don't think it is. I don't think the, I don't think the Earth's claimed that yet. Also, it's a groundhog. I imagine they're designed to be in the ground. Yes. And <laughs> they don't decompose in the ground very quickly. But is that how you... If, no. If, if, you'd, no. Like to, if you'd like to like reassemble a skeleton of a, of a carcass you've and got... And can I just say, if you do, it's 2017. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, I'm sure there's an app for it. But yeah. sure, when, who are we to? <laughs> yeah. But uh, if if you're going to do that, mm. is decomposition of the meat surrounding the bones the most efficient? Surely there's a surely you can go to Bunnings and buy a fluid to dissolve the meat in or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I mean, my biggest thing is I like... don't know that Bunnings sells fluids <laughs> to dissolve meats. <laughs> I think if they did, every time one of those was purchased, it would set off an alarm at the AFP. Like if it doesn't... In the store. There's like... just a, a man standing next to the fluids that dissolve meats section of Bunnings and everybody who approaches is arrested and put, sent to prison without, without, trial. Question, without trial for 20 years. You, if you pick up the can and read the back of it, yes. you are tased and dragged to, to federal prison. <laughs> Hello... Hello, Bunnings attendee. I am looking for your fluids that dissolve meat section. But without dissolving, let me be very clear, bone. (laughs) Don't worry. I I have some pigs and some lime that will dissolve the bone, but I worry that the the meat will make them sick. The bone is not an issue for me. (laughs) My thing about this is, and I don't know, I've never assembled a skeleton. Um, It's something I hope to do one day with my children. Um... Uh, I but I now think my thoughts on this is wrong. But I was thinking, if you're digging up a um, groundhog, mm. isn't it like getting a puzzle and having to pull it apart before you put it back together? Like because it should it everything's should in the right be spot. in the right spots. You're yes. not going to be like, oh, where does that go? Because you're going to be digging it up, and it's going to be all kind of yes. You know well, what I mean? This person yes. had a a fake dog skeleton on their porch, which, by the way. I did not know that was a thing that you could get. No, I didn't know that was a thing you could get I don't get think either. that's a thing you're allowed to have. But they've failed to assemble that correctly. So I think, you know, they are also not 
Can mm. I say, and I totally cluey. We haven't really spoken about the attended target for this thing, and I don't know a lot about this person. I, I don't even know what their job necessarily is. An osteologist. Mm. It's, it's, it's confusing to me. It's frightening. I hate it. But I will say, <laughs> I think it takes a fair bit of chutzpah to like go up to somebody who you don't know and be like, "Your dog skeleton, something." <laughs> yes. You probably get this all the time. Yeah. But it's fucked. Well, a dog's skeleton. On the porch is not like a traditional sign of welcome. No, it's not one of those hobo signs qualities. where you, yeah. yeah, you mark the pies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, one of those hobo signs. Oh, hobo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you thought it was a very different podcast for a second, a deeply problematic one. No, like from the from the dust bowl, yeah. where you turn up and to be like, hey, sure. do you want these a meal? Pe- and these a- people will give you a meal. These people will try and rob you. These yeah. people will. Yeah. A dog skeleton means. This person is really into skeletons. Yes. Um, I have no further information. Yeah. A but dog that should be sufficient. With the scapula backwards means these people are really into skeletons but are not very good at it. Yeah. Mm. These are untrained. Drag <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Hing, do you have one? Yes. Uh, this one has been sent in by James Quinn. Uh, thank you, James. Hall of Cowards. Yeah, he's doing a wonderful job in the Hall of Cowards. Uh, this is taken from Maine. His portrait is hanging next to Jack the Ripper's <laughs> famous coward. Famous coward and uh, murderer. Uh, Maine is uh, what is that's an American state north, north the north yeah. northeast. North, I think northeast. It's is that where is that where, uh... it's where Stephen King writes all his books? Oh, and so that's where all his books are set oh. because he just looks out the window. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Excellent. Right, this is entitled Pro Wrestling Heel Types. Man for man. What's a heel type? Uh, it's the opposite of a face. So in wrestling, there are two types of people. There are the mm. faces, which are the heroes, and there are heels, which are the villains. Okay. So you like you know, The Rock is a famous face, mm-hmm. and maybe a... Uh, the Undertaker. Famous heel. Okay, great. Or Vince McMahon. I and there are some people who go from one to the other. We'll, we'll start it out yeah, as a face. Yeah, I think you switch and... back and forth and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, body average, height 5'7", mm-hmm. age 33. <clears throat> I'm looking for a beefy big bro that loves to wrestle around with a little bro. I'm a jobber type looking for a big heel, like the big is hairy... Job, is jobber another word for face? Uh, I think <laughs> I it's think... just a little guy, I think. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it like journeyman? Is it just, you know, you're doing, doing wrestles oh, yeah, around yeah, the place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not a, yeah, you're, you're not a so professional. I know that Tom Walker <laughs> is going to fucking, if he listens to this, mm. he's going to be very cross. <laughs> I love to wrestle, but also want a big bro I can hang out with. Mm-hmm. One that is protective of us little bros mm-hmm. and enjoys cuddling up when we aren't wrestling around. Mm-hmm. Looking for someone 35 to 45 only. Please no younger or older as I relate best with this age group. That five, is the sweet ten, spot. Yes. Or t- five ten or taller and over 200 pounds. Please no one under 200 pounds. Okay. Harry is a plus. If you have pro gear or briefs, even better. Straight here, not looking for sex, just a big, close bro and a wrestle bud. And I think mm-hmm. that is entirely wholesome. Do you? No? No, I look... You have some questions? It, it may be just the years of, of, um, of doing this podcast has, uh, <laughs> has eroded it's my... It's hardened you, hasn't it? It's hardened me against um, uh, taking these ads at face value. Sure. Um, it's, I mean, look, um, he, let me just say off the bat here that mm. whether it's somebody who wants to fuck somebody or somebody who wants to cuddle somebody, I don't give a shit. Fuck whoever you want. Assemble whatever skeleton you want. Mm. I don't. I don't mm. care. Uh, what I care about 
is honesty. Yes, <laughs> number, number one. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I mean, this is obviously because of the show you work on, the Australian Consumer Law Show. Sure, you were yeah. just worried that this ad breaches the sort of like, I mean, advertising it, standards. It, it, it may well, Andy. Do you think it's possible that this uh, this fellow's just after someone to wrestle and cuddle, like an like, earnest it, wrestling uh, ask? All this kind of stuff, right? If he wasn't talking about a man, but he was talking about a dog. I would be like, I totally relate to that. You know, you like I cut- like to yeah, tussle around with a dog yeah. and then you, know, you can cuddle the dog yeah. mm. and it's your know, hairy's a plus because those, sk- those hairless ones are oh, gross. Very upsetting. You know? Obviously, 5'10 is quite big for a dog. And 200 pounds is also <laughs> big for a dog. can't be a dog though? And 35 to 45, the dog would be dead. The dog is very much. <laughs> you, are you you saying, know, we're what? talking about a dog skeleton at that yeah, point. <laughs> when, you, when you say... Doesn't say it can't be a dog. Are you channeling, for example, the Airbud film where you're going to turn up with a very well trained golden retriever yeah. and be like, show me where it says in the ad that it can't be a dog? Yeah. Please show be very me. gentle with this dog. It was 45 years old. It's Clifford. I brought you Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah. That's what, it's, that's what it sounds to me like he's describing. Well, how heavy is the world's biggest dog, do you think? Oh, at least 10 kilos. <laughs> I, I said at least, so that's technically correct. And a bee yeah. has six legs. <laughs> well, it's 200 pounds. At least. Is a, yeah. 200 pounds is about 80, 90 kilos, something like that, probably. 80 kilos, something like that. I reckon there's a dog that weighs about that. One of them big hounds. Like a... Like a, like a um, what are those? Great Danes? Yeah. Like, Danes. They can be quite big. Yeah. Irish wolfhound. You know, mm. um, I visit... Uh, Hum has some friends uh, who live in Canberra. Yeah, right. And uh, we visit them on occasion, and they have two big Great Danes. And you know how when you meet a dog for the first time, oh, I don't know, I'm very bad with animals in general, but you sort of pet it a bit, just yeah. as you know. Again, go, this is a, it happens only once every two episodes, but this is where you reveal yourself to absolutely be an alien. But come on, <laughs> you mean you last episode? He asked me, "I oh, see so you got a haircut," and I went, "Yeah." He goes, "I like it." Why did you get the, a haircut? And I went, hey, "Why did you get this haircut, or why did you get a haircut? Why did you get a haircut?" Well, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I think that humans do sometimes. Okay. You know when you meet a new dog yeah. yes. and you want to you sort of like show the owner of the dog that you are fine with animals, right? Yes. No, but no. go on. You, I, you, 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 I'm with Ding on this okay. one. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm scared of dogs, you know. I don't think that's a default assumption, but go on. Okay. I think also you want to show, show the dog that you're, you're cool with dogs. Yeah, exactly. Because... So you put out your hand, yep. let, let yep. them lick your hand, yep. then you might strike them on the back. And yep. whatnot. So you far, that's them. nice. Yep. You know, right. you, might, uh, you might waggle their tail a bit. If nope, you, like you don't do that. Definitely right. don't do that. <laughs> no, that you do not do. Never. Under yeah. no circumstances. Interesting. All right. So, <laughs> this, uh, this, this great day. That would be the equivalent of going up to a person you want to no- get to know and then pulling their face into a smile. <laughs> and saying, see, oh, we're getting see, on. We're getting he on. Likes me. <laughs> He's very excited to see me. Um, so I, I'm sitting there. The dog's next to me. I'm sort of patting the dog. And I thought patting the dog is a fine thing to do. Sure. But the thing is, these dogs, they interpret the pat that because they, they like the pat, right? Mm. They, they're enjoying the, the human touch. Sure. And I'm giving them the human touch. Mm. The dog interpreted that as, oh, look at this fucking beater over here doing what I want. Right. Okay. And I did How not... do you know this? Well, well, because I I got up. You're very confident about the um the inner life of this dog. Because <laughs> I got up to go get a glass of water, uh-huh. and this like giant dog stole your girlfriend. Touch <laughs> <laughs> me. Good. I turned around. It was wearing my clothes, <laughs> standing uh, like a man. It was. Says your kids call me dad. <laughs> 
hello, I'm Michael Hengner. <laughs> um, no, no, because as I got up to get a glass of water, or I got up to do something, I can't remember, it just pounced on me and held me to the ground and was like, Arr! and mm. the, the owner, the, 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 our friend was like, oh, yeah, no, you're patting it too much. And so she thinks you're weak. <laughs> So now she's just now she's like she she obviously thinks that you are you know you're a little wimp and she can bully you around. I think this is on the owner to be honest. And so for as the rest, as I enjoy the image of you being attacked by a dog, I I, was, I wasn't bitten, but I was certainly like uh, dominated, dominated, certainly dominated by the dog, mm. and it held me down for a bit. And I had to wiggle out, and then every time I walked around, you know that you know, <laughs> held your face up in a smile, <laughs> kept wagging my tail. You know that um, scene in The Simpsons where they're trying to put Stampy into the elephant enclosure and Homer was just ramming his head into the elephant enclosure. Yeah. The dog just started doing that to me. Like I was just like hanging out and the dog just started ramming into me. Oh, my cat does that to me. Yeah, really? And that's because my cat hates me. So I think that could <laughs> yes, have been... Yes, yeah. I, I did not win the respect of the dog. This, this, And it would have been, I'd say, close to 200 pounds, I think. Oh, it was an 80-kilo dog. Big dog. Uh, Andy, do you have one to take us home with? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, I absolutely do here. And this is con- this is interesting. Okay. <clears throat> Starts out good. Uh-huh. Robin Hood. Oh. And Hitler Youth. Oh, oh boy. That's... So... To give the full sentence, Robin Hood, uh, Robin Hood and Hitler Youth daggers. Mm-hmm. Great coffee table attractions. Are they? No. Well, uh, Robin Hood dagger is 45 centimetres, 18 inches long. That is a long dagger. And you know what? That's an entirely unproblematic dagger, I think. <laughs> not, not in any way concerning yeah. to me. Now, no. let me just take a big sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> I am interested to know what makes it a Robin Hood dagger. Yep. Mm. But... Maybe we'll find out. Mm. Priced at eighty dollars, mm. the Hitler Youth Dagger uh-huh. is thirty centimeters mm. slash twelve inches long. It's priced at fifty dollars. I wonder what means it's cheaper. Why do you think it's devalued in the market? Is it perhaps the history of bigotry and hate? It's certainly not the scarcity of the stuff. I would, you would think. Mm. I think it's just length. I think. I think <laughs> your There's no morality on the dagger. I reckon if we work this out, you know. Centimeter for centimeter, you there's just a, there's a there's a consistent centimeter rate. You buy dagger by the inch. <laughs> you do. It's yeah. like sausage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sausage, you buy it by the inch. <laughs> Twelve inches of sausage, please. Uh, these made of steel, not plastic. Well, okay. There's nothing worse. Yeah. Than a cheap knockoff Hitler Youth dagger. I'm in Traralgon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's mm-hmm. remains of a phone number. For prompt delivery, a post office money order posted to me or free postage on these items. How is this in Australia? This is crazy. This, this is, is in Australia. Australia. It's, it's a unless there's a, Australia. Unless there's a Traralgon in... In uh, Argentina, maybe. <laughs> is there a price on these daggers? Yeah, yeah it's 80 so and 50. 80 and 50. So... Uh, Together 130. No big deal. Just no, did that mm. just now. I know that this isn't the lead story on this, because obviously trying to sell Hitler Youth daggers on the internet mm. requires its own unpacking. Mm. Sure. But... And I also know. I also don't mean to suggest that this is amongst the Nazis' biggest crimes, mm. <laughs> but yeah. but let's list them. Does this does this mean the Nazis? And again, we all know they were bad. Sure. Let let us, they, the amount of times we have to clarify that in this podcast is troubling to me. Yes. So let, let us from but, this point on take this as read. Yes. But were the Nazis giving like daggers to children? To children? <laughs> is that again? Even I, with all that prefacing. <laughs> Is that your issue with the Nazis? Okay, I, I don't mean to suggest that this is the what this is the main bad thing they did. But you think of Nazis, and you yeah. think you think mm. that they are they're they're, they're, or, they're law and order types, you know? 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. They're yeah. fascists. That's what the, the fascists are, you know. Right. Uh-huh. And they're still giving knives to children. That, you don't to think me, that gels with the Nazi ideology? Oh, well, I guess I guess I wasn't there. I don't know. I think it's a good point, in a way. <laughs> in another way, it's not it's not a good point at all. But I mean, how young were the Hitler youth? Are we talking like just? Well, I don't know. How old's the Pope? What? Oh, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not, not this Pope. Previous Pope. Old with, Pope. Were they like ex-Pope? Were they like um, Pope Emeritus? I believe. Because you know how there was like <laughs> Muppet kids. <laughs> And then there were Muppet Babies. Right. Was there the is, Hitler Babies? Is there, yes. like, that, going that far back? I don't know. Or is it, like, Scouts and, you know... Yeah, what's the, it? Cubs. The Cubs Scouts, and Joeys and Gumnuts and, Joe, yeah. and Brownies and... Yeah. Well, you, were, you seem like a, a gentleman who was probably a Scout. I was that a could, Scout. That, I'm yeah. glad that sentence ended that way. I also, <laughs> I also seem like I'm a gentleman who was a something else as well. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm I mean, aware... Look, it's the blonde hair and the blue eyes. I know honest. what I'm rocking. Yes. <laughs> and my dagger is very prominent. But, yeah, I was I was in Scouts and... Is Did you enjoy a... Scouts? Sorry, I just want to get back to this. Okay. Did you enjoy Scouts? I was in Rovers. I, 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 I had a jolly good time. Yeah? yeah? I liked learning the knots. Did you uh-huh. learn some life skills? Uh, no. Would you say that, that there are things you learn at Scouts that are more applicable to your everyday life than, for example, maths? I use... Well, there's one particular knot that I learned that I use quite a lot. Whenever I move house, I'm mm-hmm. grateful for this knot that I can tie things securely. Is it tying securely. your shoelaces? It is, yeah, and then it walk is. it out the door. <laughs> What's the knot? It's is it a, a noose? What a, is this amazing knot you've worked? It's, it's the truckies hitch. Oh, oh, which is that as you pull it, it gets stronger. It, yeah, it tighten, yeah, tightens up. Yeah. And, I was yeah. in Cubs and I disliked it a lot, so I didn't have to do Cubs anymore. Now, were you- <laughs> my family, my parents didn't really push me in anything. The moment I found something even slightly unpleasant, they were like, yeah. get him out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, do you, oh, do you remember what in particular you found? It's very outside. You know what I mean? Like, well, the, you're not outdoorsy kid. Famously outside. The, the overwhelming majority of this took place outside. It, the, the indoor scouts organisation. <laughs> didn't take off. Did not take off. No. Yeah. Uh, well, do you remember anything you learned in the scouts? I learned... Uh, oh. I think I learnt what leaves you could eat, but then I just thought, well, I've, none of these are good. Like, <laughs> none, I mean, none of these are chicken. None of, yeah. None of these are KFC. What are you talking about? You fucking idiot. They're like, oh, these are non-toxic. I'm like, yeah, but they suck. <laughs> eat oh, leaves? Who's eating leaves in this day and age? Oh, this in this day and age of 7-Elevens. Yeah. And that's basically all I remember. Wow. Yeah, no. I, I couldn't tell you, by the way. I couldn't tell you which leaves which ones are. are. There's no way I'm taking many, that risk. But if you... Wand- I mean, and look, I'm not saying go and do this, yeah. but if you wander around the Aussie bush mm. and just start eating, around, eating random leaves, how many are going to be poisonous anyway? A lot, I think. Yeah, <laughs> this, is a, this is a famously poisonous country. <laughs> yeah. Right, you're, you're I, very correct. I really do encourage you. you not to do that, listener. Um, I, can't, I can't stress enough. Do you think there's a place... shoving random flora down your fucking throat. <laughs> Hing said, how bad can it be? <laughs> Yeah, I that is not that me. is not a scientific process that you can replicate as well. Because if you do find one that's deadly, then you're dead, and you can you can't <laughs> unless not, you haven't learned anything, yeah, and you, you also can't, can't pass anyway. that information yeah, on you to write anybody. Write down every leaf you eat, and we assume, you're about to eat. assume that the last leaf <laughs> yeah, is the, in the well. This would be a fantastic episode of House. You know how like people in House, it's always like. 18 people have the same ailment. They come into the hospital and the house was like, oh, what is the possible thing that joins all these people together? Go like, on. And mm. usually it's like, oh, they all bought T-shirts from the same shop yeah. and the yeah. dye was they had an allergic yeah. reaction to the dye or something. It's, well, usually, it's not sometimes 90%, that. 90% of the episode. <laughs> it's like they all ate fish from this one sushi restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Do you reckon there'll be one, or a possible episode of House where he's like, ah, yes, ah, I know all their iTunes history. They've all been listening to this fucking stupid <laughs> podcast from Australia where this idiot told them to go and eat whatever leaves they fucking want. 
I, give me some nicotine. Yeah, I think that's very possible. I think that's very possible. But really, that would require them to not 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 eat any leaves you want. Continue eating leaves up until the point at which you are hospitalised. Which again, do not stop. Which again, we need to point out. Andy Matthews is saying it's something that you should not do. Right. Like, we don't endorse the Hitler Youth. Like, no. we, you should yeah. put all this in the theme song, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing about this ad for me is that they're like, they're not even like, oh, you know, do what you will with them. Like, put them in your weird cabinet yes. behind, in your secret thing with the. But they're like, put them on your coffee table. They're amazing conversations. I reckon these are worthy of separate ads, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think the Robin Hood dagger feels being like, oh, steals well, from next- the rich yeah. and gives yeah. to the poor. But do, you know, do you know what it is? Do you know what it absolutely is? It's he can't get rid of the Hitler Youth one. Oh, so it's like, yeah. buy, buy. So he's like I'll, put it in, I'll put it in with a good thing. It's or, the Foxtel bundle. It's the Foxtel bundle, exactly. <laughs> yeah. In this case, the Hitler Youth is like Fox A. Yeah. And you just want Showcase, which is the Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you think potentially it's, it's a marketing ploy where it's like, oh, I need to buy a dagger. Well, I definitely know what the Hitler dagger. <laughs> well, this Robin Hood one looks pretty acceptable. Yeah, right, maybe. By, con- by comparison. Yeah, this Hitler Youth. I mean, I'd be foolish not to buy this non-Nazi dagger. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, there are only two types of dagger in the world. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he's like maybe he's thinking like, you know, it'd be really ideal if they'd just come across a Hitler dagger where they found my Robin Hood one because my Robin Hood one is in many ways, as you say, the antithesis of that. Mm. It's, it's universal. It's a universally beloved figure, uh, and it's and it's not the mad dictator of the Third Reich. At one point, <laughs> and so like he's like, but how can I guarantee that they'll yes. you know, have have Hitler on the brain? <laughs> I'll just put it in the ad. How, what at what point in your life do you think do you look around and say you know what I reckon it's time to sell the Hitler Youth dagger? <laughs> it also comes with very little apology or free or, or even preamble. God, no context. No context. It's, it's not even like oh, I found this in my weird uncle's attic after uh, he died. Felt like a weird piece of history. Like you know you know those people who like collect um, like Confederate memorabilia or yeah. Hitler memorabilia and they're like mm. it's a piece of history. I'm a history buff. It's like you know, it's, it's, it's a weird theme. It's a very specific yeah. piece of history. Isn't it's it? like, you know if we if we get rid of this stuff, it's like it never happened. It's like, well, that's not true. That's not that's not <laughs> how record keeping works. Yeah. At all. Are, yes, there's a lot of memories. It's like people are going to be like, Ken oh my Burns god, has made many documentaries. Third Reich was so horrible. Fascism itself was like, well, show me a plate that <laughs> had the swastika yeah. on it. Unless you, you can show me a dagger. For the Hitler Youth, I refuse to believe that it ever existed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this person's just straight out, you put it on your coffee table, see what it's, happens. It's Speak, not plastic. Speaking yep. of which, if you went to, say, my house, mm-hmm. and I was Your like, specific house. My, if, 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 if either of you came over to my house, right, yeah. and I was like, hey, would you like to come over? We can play some board games. Yeah. We can have a, a beverage of sorts. Sure. Mm. Yeah. We can have a mm. meal. These are all nice a, things. Yes. A delightful meal. Yep. And I said... Hey, come in. Look, we're still cooking. Just give us a second. Why don't you take a seat here in the lounge? Yep. <laughs> Have yep. a look. It's at... like I'm there. Yeah. It's like I'm there. This is like an. I didn't know. Listen, you're getting a free audio book. <laughs> uh, if anyone, if any producers of This American Life are listening, yeah, I can yeah. paint pictures with words. You can. Um, uh, please, uh, just sit here on the couch. Oh, and by the way, as I go to prepare your meal, take a look at these daggers. <laughs> and then I leave the room, and then you notice. I think at this point, by the way, regardless of what kind of daggers they are. I'm leaving your house. If you leave a room and be like, oh, by the way, please look at these daggers. Mm. <laughs> I'm leaving very quickly because I know what's going to happen. The door's locked. The, door's the, locked. Al- the alarm's south, and it's like, and Andy, Andy bet only yeah. one of you can leave. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoy my delicious Moroccan couscous. Now, okay, that's, an, that, that's actually a great example. So, obviously, we all understand that wielding a Hitler Youth dagger is wrong, mm. right? In... 
most circumstances, if not all circumstances. Yes. Right? I, if I was on the set of a movie? <laughs> Potentially. Potentially? Then you'd probably want a blunted dagger And I'd want sorts. the movie to bloody be about Hitler too that much. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't want... You wouldn't want it to be. You wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want the person just, no, just waving. A, it's just a John Apatow film. Yeah, just, it's, it's a biography of Steve Jobs. It's a sequel to Cool Running. Yeah. <laughs> so you know when sometimes actors like I love those stories where like actors tell a story and they don't realise that they are obviously the bad guy in them. Mm. One of my favorite... I don't think it's only actors who tell these stories. No, I know, I know. But there's, there's they're this... on a talk show or something. I don't. Yeah, know. they're on yeah. talk. Like I remember. Um, when the Wolfman came out, the Benicio del Toro one yeah, with um, yeah. and, and Anthony Hopkins is in it briefly, mm. or is in it for a bit, and um, he was like, um, you know, I was uh, I, I came to set the first day, and um, I said to the director, wouldn't it be wonderful if my character had a harmonica that we played <laughs> from time to time? And he said, what? <laughs> I said, oh no, just listen. And I, I went to the shops, and I sent somebody to get a harmonica, and I just played on set. I don't know what this accent is. It's, it's very weird, but anyway, yeah, and. And and they kept it in the film. It's like, yeah, they kept it in the film because they had to, you fucking old <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> you like, wouldn't stop playing the goddamn harmonica. <laughs> I couldn't get a take without it. <laughs> Could we just try one take where we don't have the harmonica? Oh, I shouldn't think so. <laughs> um, no, what I was going to ask is, if you were locked in some sort of death cage, mm. right? Mm. Maybe that your friend Hing had set up. Sure. And uh, it was a fight to the death situation. And the oh, only is two, that the only time that I want it because it'd be... The only two daggers available to you were the Robin Hood dagger and the Hitler Youth dagger. Now, we know Andy has good speed and upper body strength. He's going to go straight for that Robin Hood dagger. I'm because live. He's, a, he's a morally, he's an uncompromised morally individual. This is like, did you say this is like the Hunger Games situation when you've got to go and grab your weapon? Indeed. But the only dagger left in this defend yourself fight to the death yeah. is the Hitler Youth dagger. Sure. Would you have any moral qualms about defending yourself with, again, think- a dagger engraved with the signature of the Mad Dictator of the Front? <laughs> I think if I, uh, before I, I think I'd, if before I killed Andy in hand to hand combat with a knife, I would feel like I'd Oh, need sorry. To... No, there's no way you're beating Andy. He's very strong. Oh, no, no. Well, well, okay. <laughs> and I have the longer of the two daggers. Oh, that's true. You do. <laughs> yes. I think I'd pick it up and be like, before we begin, <laughs> just like to say... The formalities. Yeah. That this I don't endorse this dagger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the dagger the, the, of necessity. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, stabs, stabs with the dagger do not represent my personal views. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> retweets do not count as endorsements. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly that. It's retweets like I am just mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Uh, but if, if it's between that and perishing at the hands of... of um, I, I will say, perishing at the hands of Andy while holding a Nazi dagger. And he can spin that however he wants, too. Yeah, yeah. Once, you lift, once you lift the cage, well, he can be like, oh my God, he's, he turned out to be a secret Nazi. He came yeah. at me with this dagger, thankfully. Let's be honest. Whoever wins this battle... When the doors are opened, the <laughs> loser will have the <laughs> yes. the Nazi dagger in their hand, yeah. right? Like you don't, you don't. I got him. No, you you, you take some time, you wipe yeah. it with your shirt, the yeah. fingerprints off, and you yeah. place it gently in there. scenario here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Andy, uh, you gig uh, semi regularly in Melbourne. I do no. gig semi irregularly in Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, as uh, a stand up comedian, some yes. people can find me and as Andy Matthews. And yep. I'm doing a show next year for the Comedy Festival called Ooh, Andy Matthews and Alistair Tremblay Virtual Sci-Fi uh, Sketch Comedy Experience. Ah, fantastic. Mm. There's a sketch show between you and uh, Alistair Tremblay Birch. 
Yeah. You also do a podcast. Yeah, I have a podcast called Two in the Think Tank where, uh, Al- again, Alistair and I mm-hmm. uh, come up with sketch ideas. So we come up with five sketch ideas a week. It's part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Mm. And it's a very funny show, and I would love it if you listen. It is a really funny show, and it gets the free at home tick of endorsement, which is a thing I just made up. Oh, interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah, can we get the. Do only podcasts so get that? I'd or? like to say that um, uh, previous people who've been on the show. Yep. Who haven't got the ticket endorsed? <laughs> uh, they need to come back to get it. Frankly, you'd need to come back to get it. Exactly. Yep. Oh, and um, do, do those sketches that you do on the podcast do they then transfer into for example, be in shows sketch, you're going to uh, do? Yeah, we've put them in uh, put them in shows in the past, and mm-hmm. the uh, the sketches for the sci-fi sketch comedy experience will will be drawn from the enormous bank of sketch ideas that we have mm, from the huge. past years. Yes, You did an 11-hour broadcast recently. We did an 11-hour episode of the podcast, and I recommend that's where you start. That's a real great, <laughs> that's a real great Entry first level. listen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, ben, we yeah. have a live show of this podcast, this very podcast this coming up. podcast that you can listen to right now, but imagine if you could see us. Mm, on the 17th of December at Cafe Lounge Do Tickets Do we look now like we sound... What Can you, you get in touch, listener, and who's, who, people who've seen us in real life? Do we look like we sound? Oh. Have you been surprised? Oh, yes. Because I think I sound like I'm 10 feet tall <laughs> with six arms, <laughs> like a bee. <laughs> um. Ben only knows one fact. <laughs> Um, um, yes, yeah, so that, that's on the 19th of December 17th of December It's nah. a Sunday <laughs> evening 5pm at the Cafe Lounge in Sydney Please come along to that Tickets are available If you're a member of the Secret Billionaires Club You do get in for free Yep Otherwise tickets are $15 And I think that is all that's, So we'll see you next time Bye, Bye. Goodbye Oh, if you like And getting caught in the rain Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.